if you're holding on and you're saying yes to everything and all these yeses are in your hand, how can you possibly ever reach for something greater? It's there. It's waiting for you, but you're already holding on to so much that you need to be able to let go of this stuff in your hand so that you actually have that hand free to reach higher. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am so grateful to have you joining me for today's podcast episode and I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who have been so supportive and so loving towards my first episode which launched last week. You guys have been sending me your feedback and messages of encouragement and congratulations and I am just so happy to serve you in this way. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting me in starting this new project in order to just serve you guys in this way. So without further ado, I am so fired up to jump into today's topic, which is all about boundaries. So here's the thing. I have a philosophy around boundaries. It's a metaphor, you could call it. And that is that without a lack of boundaries in your life, women you may resonate more so with this metaphor than you will men, but there might be some guys out there too who resonate with this. <laughs> so here's my here's my little metaphor for boundaries. Not having boundaries in your life is like wearing a t-shirt without a bra. At first, it sounds like an amazing idea. It's so free. It's so liberating. It sounds like, ah, oh, just so free to not have to wear a bra with a t-shirt but if from experience you've ever tried wearing a t-shirt especially if you're let's say well to do on your upper half of your body it can be quite unsupportive and it's not actually as comfortable as it is when you actually have a bra to support your breasts. So I'm just putting that out there as a funny metaphor because, you know, in in real speak, not having boundaries in your life, as much as sometimes it might seem like it would be more liberating and more freeing to not have them in place, it actually ends up adding no support to a situation, whether it's with work, with relationships, or other areas of your life. It can actually be very detrimental. As we know, study after study has been done, that actually shows that when you are able to have guidelines, even for you free spirits out there, it actually does mean for more productivity, uh, more peace, and just more of a positive journey. That's some of the reason why I want to talk about boundaries today because I've seen a significant difference in 
having them in all areas of my life. And here's the the fun or the uh, interesting thing with boundaries. I have found in my own experiences, but also seeing others who started implementing or who already have boundaries in one area of their life, whether or not it seems really apparent at first, they have boundaries in every area of their life. It's, It's a pretty pattern type behavior. So let's say, for example, you have some boundaries in your relationships. Chances are you probably also have adopted and implemented boundaries in your work, in your health, and your life. Now, why are boundaries a must? I mentioned it just a few seconds ago as to feeling more support, but boundaries are essentially what can help us to navigate really difficult situations. So why are boundaries so essential in life? What What's the benefit of having them, you might be asking yourself if you don't already have them. And here's the thing, when you don't have boundaries, you can do such a disservice to not only yourself, but also those around you. It's basically allowing yourself to be susceptible to anything and everything. And one of the biggest things that I've learned over the course of my life is that when I don't have boundaries in place, it leaves me open and vulnerable to just accepting anything. (laughs) This is a really interesting philosophy that I adopted a while ago. And I really want to share it with you guys because I've had some really personal struggles with boundaries. And so I'm going to get into the actual strategies on how I've been able to turn my life around with this topic. But first, I really want to share with you guys some personal stories so that you can have some examples and also some context as to why I'm not only so passionate about it, but also maybe it will help you to see how you may or may not be having boundaries or maybe need some boundaries put into your life. So one thing that I used to do a lot would come up for me in work especially is that I always wanted to be that person on any project that I worked on to be able to help everybody. I wanted to be that person that anyone could turn to and ask questions and I always wanted to serve others if I was asked to either help somebody or take on some extra work or you name it whatever task there was I would say yes and by virtue of me saying yes to everything I realized over (laughs) many different scenarios that I wasn't able to show up fully for each task that I actually was given I ended up burning out like majorly burning out because I was trying to please yes I will say It's been a lifetime of working on being a people pleaser. But the reason why is because I had this inner yearning to always be a rock for everyone else around me. And that, I know it sounds kind of funny in a work scenario, but I really took it that seriously. Like if someone asked me for help, it was like, I had to do whatever it is within reason, (laughs) but really I felt obligated to say yes to everybody because it just felt shitty not saying yes. And I'm sorry for that language, but that's really how it felt inside. I didn't want to let anybody down. Here's the thing. Again, by saying yes to everybody's requests, I ended up not only letting myself down ultimately because I would get so stressed out and so burnt out by trying to do it all, but I would also end up letting down the people that I had said yes to because I didn't have the capacity to actually show up fully to do the work that was necessary for each and every task that they individually had asked me to do for them. So it was basically a losing battle. It was a recipe for disaster. And every single time the same thing would happen. I would end up burning out and I would feel disappointed even if I was able to do all the tasks that I had been asked to do and I had signed myself up for from people asking me to help them. I ended up feeling really crappy at the end. So I knew I had to change something. I didn't 
at the time realized that it was just a matter of me implementing actual boundaries into my life. But that was something I had to learn. And that's why I'm so grateful that I can share this kind of stuff with you guys now because these are just lessons that I've gone through and had to learn on my own. And now I would love to be able to save you some heartaches and headaches in the process of just communicating what I've been through with you. Another thing, and I wanted to also share with you guys today that with this podcast, it's really important from the get-go that you know that I'm really committed to just being as completely transparent and honest as I can with my own journey so that you guys can ultimately take away what works for you and what doesn't. I really have learned so much through hearing other people's stories and experiences and those stories and experiences basically are tools. They're tools for you to extract what you can learn from those different stories and then apply what works for you in your life. If something sounds really significant, there's a reason why it does. And if something doesn't really sound all that interesting? Well, that could be two reasons. Maybe it's something that you actually need to hear, but maybe you're resistant to right now. Or maybe it's not going to be something that's that relative to you. But as someone who loves learning, I like to hear it all. I want to share something that's happened recently or more recently, I should say, in my life. And it was a really difficult conversation that I had to have actually regarding this topic. The context of the conversation is that this is someone who I've known for a decent amount of time, someone who I really, really deeply and truly care about and love. After doing a lot of individual uh, self-growth and having a personal transformation, it became very clear and apparent to me that from the get-go of this person and I meeting, from basically the, the foundational stage of our relationship, we never really had ever established boundaries in the first place. And because of that, we had developed some unhealthy behaviors and some unhealthy habits. I was at a point where I was feeling quite frustrated. The reason was not just because we didn't have boundaries, but I realize in reflection that it's because I also didn't communicate what my expectations and or boundaries were with this person. So again, recipe for disaster from the get-go. Now looking back, I understand why I was upset or disappointed or, you know, X, Y, and Z. What ended up happening was after I had this revelation of what had actually been going on, at first I was really, you know, I, I had directed my upset towards the person thinking, maybe they were trying to hurt me or there was something going on and what I realized it wasn't about that it was it was not about like a me against you kind of thing it was simply that we had not established those foundational boundaries because I care about this person a lot I sat them down and I just had a very honest conversation it was very respectful so how that played out as far as an actual conversation difficult conversations have to be had and I'm a firm believer in the philosophy that it's it's the conversation that are the most challenging that you're willing to have in your life that will actually produce the most amount of growth. And I really and truly believe that at this point. The most challenging conversations that honestly sometimes even make me sick to my stomach before I have them. Not so much anymore. (laughs) Not so much. I don't get as much anxiety around the conversations. But the ones that really I know they're making me feel a little uncomfortable or sometimes hella uncomfortable are oftentimes the ones that I need to have the most. And I know that's just my soul telling me from my gut that 
if this conversation doesn't happen, then I'm going to stay in stagnancy. And usually it's not a good place for me to, well, stagnancy for me is never a good place, but usually the stagnancy is coming from a feeling of not being happy any longer. So I know there are musts in my life. Anyways, I sat down this person who I really care about and I said, just very transparently, I really care about you and I love you. And this relationship with you in my life is really important to me. I realized that since the beginning of our relationship, we simply have not had boundaries in place from both ends. You know, it wasn't just me, but both of us never really communicated an expectation or things that were really important to one another as far as the negotiables and non-negotiables are. And because of that, we have developed some really unhealthy habits and behaviors. I met this genuine genuinely from the bottom of my heart, I just said, I spoke from the heart to them. And that's the most important thing with these kind of difficult conversations and how to navigate them. As long as you speak honestly, and you're speaking from the heart, you can't go wrong. I love the saying, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. I really truly believe that because if you're speaking with someone who also genuinely cares about your relationship and and cares about the growth and the evolution of the partnership or the friendship or whatever the, the situation dynamic is, then they will absolutely also be on board to want to make it the best possible relationship that it can possibly be. They responded and, you know, they're very open to this idea and it made sense to them as well. And I said, listen, I'm not saying this because I want to not have you in my life or anything like that. I'm saying this because I actually care enough to not only salvage our relationship, but to take it to a next level. And I am fully committed to staying in this bond that we have together, but it's going to require us to both level up our personal games and therefore we will have a better relationship by growing through this together and being aware of it so that we can actually change that. And I'm actually very curious and I would love to know what kind of boundaries matter to you and vice versa. It would mean so much and I would absolutely love if you'd be open to hearing the boundaries that are really important for me to respect myself and that I would love you to respect for me as well. The conversation actually flowed a lot better than I had imagined. I tried to go in with minimal expectations. Regardless, as difficult and as icky as it felt when I started it, it felt like such a relief. And it also helped that the person who I was speaking with was totally on board and totally understood and could see the pattern of unhealthy behaviors and habits that had developed and wanted to change them themselves too. So that's just one scenario that came up that I want to share with you guys because I feel like that's a very common thing is that it you know it's not it's it's kind of a two-stepper it's like you need to know what your boundaries are but you have to also be willing to communicate them in order to get the solution you're looking for in order to get those next level relationships the difficult conversations are absolutely one of the most fundamental ways that that is going to occur I really believe the success of your life boils down to the connections and the quality of the connections you have and having conversations and communication is one of the ultimate skills and elements that can allow you to have those kind of relationships in your life. And I see and hear from a lot of my friends and loved ones about situations that come up. And a lot of the times it just has to do with not having boundaries. As crazy as that sounds, like I'm not saying it's going to be the issue or problem, quote unquote, for every scenario or every bad happening or every negative thing that's going on out there. But a lot of times it's unexpressed or uncommunicated boundaries that are part of the issue. I hope that just sharing some of the ways that I've gone about instilling the boundaries, at least from a communication level, have helped you guys. And again, I think another way that you can really gauge the level of success in your life is by how 
many of those tough conversations you're willing to have. Like how badly do you want it? How badly do you want that next level relationship? How badly do you want that next level job? How badly do you want your next level health? Like, and I'm not just talking about conversations with other people. You need to be able to have those tough conversations with yourself first and foremost. And knowing what your own boundaries are, that's key, baby. Like that is it. If you know your boundaries, it is so much easier to be able to then communicate to someone else. This is what I'm willing to stand for. And this is what I have zero tolerance for. I have found this to be extremely beneficial to communicate, whether it's a colleague at work or someone I'm doing a project with and collaborating with, whether it's a personal relationship or professional relationship, whether it's a loved one, whether it's intimate partners, whether it's girlfriends or other friends that I have, whoever the other person is, if you know what you are okay with, it's a lot easier to have that standard when you go into a new partnership with someone and say, hey, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. This is what I'm willing to be negotiable on. This is what I'm not willing to be flexible on. Just have that kind of open conversation with one another. It's a lot easier, I will make a side note here, to do this in the beginning of your relationships because you're basically setting the bar for someone to have to meet and if they don't, you simply don't continue that relationship. I'm going to put in a little asterisk here. The conversation that I just said to you guys that was my personal happening, a relationship that was actually longer term than a new relationship. So it doesn't have to always be that way. And I'm happy to say that there have been some significant changes that both the person in conversation that I'm speaking about right now and I have made personally, but then also together in order to be there more so for one another and respecting each other's boundaries because we've communicated that. We've had those kind of conversations and we've talked about it more and more too that it's made it a lot easier for it to just flow naturally. And I will also mention this to those who are trying to implement new boundaries. There might be some backlash. (laughs) In fact, they're almost always is backlash, especially if it's a longer term partnership, relationship, um, friendship, whatever it is, whatever the case may be between you and that other person. A lot of times what happens is we get so used to being in these bonds or connections and you're so used to the way that you treat one another, whether that's a good or bad thing, that change can be very scary for especially the other side. If you've prepared yourself, if you've said, you know what, I'm going to hold a higher standard and I'm going to set some boundaries for myself and then I'm going to communicate this to somebody else, just know that you may not get a super positive response and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that except for the fact that you might have to deal with some resistance and that doesn't always feel good. That's part of why I'm also having this conversation about boundaries with you guys today because having difficult conversations is not easy. I'm not going to sit here and preach that it's super easy and it feels great to have to tell someone who you've been, maybe you've known them for like 20 years and you have to sit them down and all of a sudden the dynamic is going to change. You might get some freaking backlash and you might even get anger. You might get resentment. You might get them trying to be manipulative and trying to pull all this stuff over you because they want things to stay the same and you want to grow. But that's not serving you. And again, I want to just say this because it's a good reminder and I do this every time I have to have those tough conversations. I sit with myself first and foremost in silence and I say, 
say to myself, literally, you know what? You are doing something good for you. You want to level up. You want to grow. You want to expand. You want to evolve. And the people who also care about you and support you and want you to become the best version of you, that highest version of yourself, those people are going to go along with what your boundaries are. Those people are going to actually want to know what your boundaries are. They're going to want to respect what your boundaries are. And they're going to love you no matter what. It's as simple as that. I know this might sound kind of crazy, especially if you've been in the same patterns of unhealthy behaviors with certain people in your life or certain scenarios at work or even with your health or in other areas. But I promise you, if you start from the foundation of having the guidelines, which are your boundaries in your personal life, it will also show up in every other area. So how do we do this aside from having the communication aspect? Like how do we create boundaries? Well, I want to share with you guys a really great exercise that has helped me immensely at weeding out all the kind of fluff and all these ideas I had around what was really important to me and what wasn't. It's actually a writing exercise. I personally love writing things out. I have the saying, head to the heart, heart to the hand, hand to the pen, and pen to the paper. And that really is my deep devotion and love for writing out because I find it so therapeutic and beneficial when we can take our conceived thoughts and then translate them through our entire body and process onto a piece of paper because then it's like we can actually have that substantial thing to look back on and go whoa okay I can refer to this every time I blank or every time I'm in this scenario I actually have a reference that I can use to my ability so one of the exercises that I absolutely love that I want to share with you guys is to just find some time even if it's a few minutes I mean maybe say half an hour that might be more realistic and this is an ongoing process by the way but just to get yourself started even if it's for a few minutes take out a pen and a piece of paper and make two columns with a line in the middle and like maybe across the top just put another line so you basically have like four quadrants now in the first column you're going to have your negotiables and then in your second column you're going to have your non-negotiables it's pretty simple you can start this by doing it as a generic what are my non-negotiables what are my negotiables in my life I find that this exercise is more helpful when you actually are using it in regards to a specific scenario going on in your life I'm just going to throw out an example because this might be relatable to you guys. If it's not, again, just ignore what the actual context of it is, but just take away the exercise itself. So let's just say I met a new girlfriend and I'm just getting to know her, but I'm not exactly sure where she's coming from. And I also know that in the past I've had some issues come up with different girlfriends. This is what I would do. If I have this new girlfriend, I would think about her and I would say, I'm going to take this little exercise and I'm on the negotiable side. I'm going to write out a few things that I'm completely okay with being flexible on. Things like maybe she doesn't like the same books that I do or literature. Maybe she has a different taste in sometimes what she likes to do in her pastime. Maybe she has a different taste in men or partners or whatever the case may be. Those are all things that I'm super flexible on. Couldn't really care less. It would be ideal. Don't get me wrong. I love when my friends and I have uh, a lot of similarities. But being honest with you, I am a freaking unicorn and being because of that, all of my friends are so different from all different walks of life. I seem to attract just the most eclectic souls. So that's not really the scenario that oftentimes comes up. Most of my girlfriends or even friends in general on on this planet are so different. But on the other side of the spectrum, you're going to have your non-negotiables. Now, what could a non-negotiable look like in this scenario? Well, for instance, it could be, say, a friend who, yeah, this one would be, this is a huge non-negotiable for me. I am someone who's very 
loving and compassionate and kind. That stems from every single person I come across. So it could be someone who I meet at the supermarket. It could be an attendant who's taking something for me at a business. It could be a homeless person on the street. It could be a new colleague I meet through a project. Like whoever the people are that come into my life, I love the philosophy that they're going to walk away after meeting me better off than when they hadn't. Because of that, I stem from such a loving, caring place. I could never be friends with someone who I genuinely didn't feel like was coming from that same loving vibration and someone who really genuinely cared about others. It doesn't have to be the same degree, but who who just was selfless and was able to think outside of themselves and actually have a genuine care and love for those around them or those that they come in contact with, regardless of where the other person is coming from. So things like rudeness, rudeness is a complete non-negotiable. If I see people being rude to somebody else and I've just met them, I would basically have two scenarios that I'd probably roll with and I've had actually this happen before. If I have a scenario where, for example, I've just met someone and maybe I've hung out with them maybe once or twice or whatever and then I notice that maybe they're not so nice to one or two people or they seem to keep kind of complaining about other people or gossiping or whatever it is, just like those kind of rude tendencies. I just have a conversation with them about it and I say, hey, I noticed that you were rude and or I noticed that you behaved in this way towards this person or I noticed whatever the case you know the exact scenario is I just really would love to understand where you're coming from can you elaborate on why you did that I mean that's more of an way of going around it if you want to just hit the nail on the head you can go that route too which I have done before and just call people straight out and said I noticed that you weren't really that nice to that person and I'm just wondering why are you operating like that I'm just I'm a little uh, you know I'm very curious to understand why you feel it's okay to treat someone like that because to me that's not okay it's not ever coming from a place of aggression it's always coming from a place of understanding but at the end of the day if you have your boundaries in place and you do know what you stand for then you can totally be okay knowing that if that person doesn't really have an explanation or that person doesn't operate in the same manner that you do in this case I mean I think we can agree kindness and compassion is a pretty good trait to have there are obviously other exceptions to the rule but let's just roll with this one because I I think this is a pretty unanimous uh, agreeance by most people you have the choice to walk away you don't have to stay friends with them now again I know there's always exceptions to the rule here for example let's say you know with friends maybe it's not as big of a deal to just let let the friendship go sometimes you'll have scenarios come up where maybe it's a relative or a loved one and or even at work sometimes at work you can't get away you can't literally leave the person who is not respecting your boundaries but again by having these kind of conversations if the person themselves is still not willing to respect you after you have consciously and respectfully communicated to them what it is that is bothering you then you can do one of two things that I've done in my past I will either then take it to someone else who might be someone who knows the two of you and not in a gossiping way at all but in a really safe and secure environment just have a really conscious conversation about it and say hey I'm struggling with this and I'm not really sure what to do about this I know that you are aware of this other person and myself this is what's going on I'd really love this to be confidential could I get some words of wisdom but more importantly aside from you know that's an external you have to know first and foremost from yourself within yourself what you're willing to stand for and again it goes back to that foundation of writing the list of what you're okay with and what you're not you can involve someone else if it gets if it's escalated to that point but the other 
other scenario is that you can respectfully remove yourself if if that's really what has to happen. And sometimes you have to do that. It sucks, especially if you love being a people pleaser, which yeah, it's really going to be difficult to shift yourself, but it's totally possible because I've done it. I know you can too. Sometimes scenarios will come up in life where you have to let go. You just have to surrender that the other person is not going to be willing to respect you, not respect your boundaries, and you have to be willing to walk. And that's the other part of these conversations is if the person is just not jiving with what you have to say, and of course you're doing it respectfully and not getting aggravated and aggressive towards them because that's never ever the winning solution. But if you're just being respectful and you're communicating consciously and truthfully and transparently with them and just sharing and being vulnerable with this person and you're not getting any sort of positive feedback, then sometimes you literally and figuratively just have to remove yourself and walk away. I know that it's not easy, especially when you've had a history with someone and especially when there is so much emotion attached. Like that's a big one for me. Literally speaking, I can detach myself and go, yep, I know what I'm willing to stand for. I totally know this is unhealthy for me. I can totally walk away. For me, it's the heart part of it. The heart is literally the hard part (laughs) for me. And I think so many of you guys too, because I know if you're listening, I know you have a big heart too. And that can be really challenging is taking your heart out of it. And sometimes you don't. Like sometimes your heart stays there for a bit and it's really challenging and it's really emotional and you're really sensitive and that can really suck. But in the long run, you're actually going to be serving yourself more by removing yourself from those relationships that are toxic in your life than you were if you were willing to stay. And that is why, again, I go back to why it's so important to know your boundaries, to have established your boundaries and to implement them in every single area of your life. The one word that I want to share with you guys that has absolutely changed my life and it's it's not as uh, crazy as you guys might be thinking is just the word no. Yes, I'll say that again. No. No will and should become one of the most significant words in your vocabulary. Why do I say this? Because it has transformed my life. As I have mentioned a few times already, I used to be the biggest people pleaser, wanting to help every single person, wanting to say yes to everything. And what I've realized is that my no's are far more powerful than my yeses in life now. When I say no, it is me actually implementing a boundary by virtue of just using that word. When I say no, it means I am not willing to take on something else and by virtue of me doing that, I am leaving that space open for what's going to serve me in the highest way. And that could be a person, that could be an opportunity, or that could be some happenstance that occurs in my life. But whatever it is, the more I say no, the more I leave that space open for the best. And when you say yes to everything, it is impossible. You're literally saying to the universe, I I'm taking on everything and I am blocking what's actually meant for me that will serve me in the highest way. There's a saying that I live by, which is in order to reach for something greater, you must first be willing to let go of what you're holding on to. And if you can picture that hand in your head right now as a metaphor, such a beautiful metaphor, picture that if you're holding on and you're saying yes to everything and all these yeses are in your hand, how can you possibly 
possibly ever reach for something greater. It's there. It's waiting for you. But you're already holding on to so much that you need to be able to let go of this stuff in your hand so that you actually have that hand free to reach higher. Oh, guys. I know I'm really fired up about this, but it's because I have absolutely grown by virtue of me implementing these boundaries in my life. And I want you to feel the same way that I do as liberated and as free. And I will mention being such a free spirit, the thought of boundaries, if you're like anything like me at first kind of freaks, freaks you out because you're like, oh my God, guidelines. I don't want guidelines. I want to live like a free gypsy spirit. I don't want there to be rules. I like to break them. I like to make my own. But boundaries are not the same thing. Boundaries are another form of just having self-respect and then being able to have that show up in every area. It's it's just another form of love for yourself and for those around you. And also it is an energy. Boundaries are just an energy. And when you put that energy out there that you are setting a certain standard for yourself and a certain bar, the universe will meet you there. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've seen it work wonders for others. When you put your foot down and you go, I'm not willing to put up with this shit anymore, the universe helps you take action. The universe supports you and the universe has your back. So you will find when you start implementing boundaries in your life, it might feel as though people are dropping off like hotcakes. People are just magically disappearing. People who, to be honest, people who probably don't have the best intentions for you, they won't be able to keep up because you're setting a new standard of growth for yourself that you're trying to meet, instead of growing with you, you're going to outgrow them. Nor should they. And a lot of people just can't handle that. But that does not mean that you ever, 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 ever should stunt, delay, or stop your growth because of another person. Never, ever, ever, ever let someone else dictate how expansive you can be. All right, guys. So I am going to be wrapping this episode up, but I do want to leave you with one last thought which is actually a piece of homework this week. (laughs) Now, don't connotate the word homework with anything bad. I want you to just think about what kind of boundaries would create the kind of lifestyle that you are so deeply desiring? What kind of boundaries would it take in order to have the kind of relationship, the kind of purpose-driven work, and the lifestyle, meaning when you envision yourself in your ultimate state of being, surrounded by the people who you love the most, doing what you absolutely were born to do, what kind of boundaries would you need to adopt and implement in your life right now in order to get you there? That's it. That's all I want you guys to do. Just start visualizing that and then take your thoughts and put them to some paper. And I guarantee that if you do this, this exercise is going to help you to really form the foundation of where you need to start from. And in future episodes, I'm going to get into just connecting those dots. And I really just want to help you guys start from where you are in this very moment today in paving your personal path to paradise. And I will always go back to the philosophy that happiness 
place is not that destination. It is a process. But I can assure you that by you implementing boundaries into your life, it will make the process so much more enjoyable. And at the end of the day, we just want the process to be happy. It's not always going to be happy. I know it's life. There's things that are always going to come up that will dim your light. There are people that will come into your life that are not always the nicest, who might not let you shine your brightest. And there are situations we might get ourselves into that just make us feel like we're in darkness. But there always, always, always is a way out and there is light at the end of that tunnel. Again, it's not a destination. Each and every day, we have a new opportunity to create our path to happiness, our path to paradise. And that is exactly why I can't wait for next week's topic. You guys, please tune in. It is one you're definitely not going to want to miss because I am going to dive even deeper on helping you achieve your biggest goals and breaking through your fears and obstacles. So make sure next week you tune in. I love you. I appreciate you. And I am grateful to have you sharing this journey with me. And I can't wait to connect with you again on my next podcast. Take care and have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.